I'm Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen. And we are The Allens. Welcome to our podcast where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 25. Welcome to All In with the Allen. Hola. Hey guys. What it is. We are here to record part two of Your Boy. The making of your boy. Rico. <laughs> Let's go. It makes me really happy that he is getting to share so much of his story because I feel like I know all of this and some of the people that are closest know all of this, but there's just like so much that comes before the things you see today. Yeah, for I think real. it's important to address that. A long, long time. Something else I think is important to address is how heavy my breathing is on, on these microphones. <laughs> I just want to tell you I'm doing my best to adjust this thing and it's nothing to do with the microphones and everything to do with the fact that there is. <laughs> I found out yesterday, apparently this baby is already weighing like five and a half pounds. So it's everything to do with this five and a half pound. What do y'all think we have? Yeah, I'm so curious to know. Thoughts, boys or boy or girl. Um, it's a boy. You think? I don't know. I've, I really thought I was going to have more of an instinct about this, and I'm kind of judging myself as a mother for the fact that I don't. <laughs> I will say I've had three very distinct dreams that it's a boy, but there's something in my soul that's telling me it's a girl. If I have a girl, though, I'll be hyped. I mean, what? Like, yeah, we already have a son and a daughter. Lenny G loves working out, too. Well, Lennon, I think she might be like the one in the family that that does the athletic thing for real man you know kobe took like pride in being like a, a girl dad. dad yeah for sure that was like his whole thing you know what i'm saying so listen let me let me get part of the torch you know let me for let me sure do i think i think that you will raise like we talk about this a lot where people are like people ask me often if mm-hmm. lennon has you wrapped around her finger so for those of you that don't know luca is four he's our son and lennon is two and a half and she is our daughter so those are our two our two kids and they are very similar yet very different so different um luca is like very sensitive has like a a mathematical everything like calculated he is the most literal child that yeah. anyone has ever met. He can learn something like like you. We don't even have. He's to like teach you. Him. No, he picks up on stuff like you do. I know that's like that's like one of my you know I think like one of my superpowers that guy For has sure. given me. For sure, you know? and he gave it to Luca too. Um, I appreciate you, God. And he's like super empathetic and sense. Like I've already said, sensitive. But he's the kid in his class that, as soon as someone's upset, like he's the first one the teacher will always yeah. tell us to like comfort them. Yeah. Lenny is a lot like that too, where she's very aware of other kids and people's emotions and feelings. But she, I call her like she lit my unicorn tornado. <laughs> like she is this balance of being the most intense Tasmanian little girl. Devil, that's what she for is, right? Real, there. but not the she, devil part, but Tasmanian. Just like picture that little hurricane going through, yes. and just like a bull in a china shop. With that nappy hair, it's just so. It's not nappy. Oh my god, it ain't nappy, but it's. I'm jealous, actually. But. Okay, wait. I was gonna say, let's just. Let's just call this for what it is. Mine's You're jealous. London does nappy. not have nappy hair. Hers is nappy, but it's like cool nappy. Mine's like hood nappy. Listen, <laughs> I think all of you have great hair, but Lennon's hair is, looks like it's, it's like the most defined, beautiful curls, but yeah. it's big. It's like, you see it like and it's perfect for her. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, it's everything is perfect. So anyway, this baby number three, we don't know what we're having. We're going to find out very soon. I'm officially, cool. yeah, we're, we're in the last, we about to be we're in the deep. home stretch. This yeah. baby could come anytime in the next month. What are we going to do? I don't know. We'll figure it out. For sure. <laughs> it's been interesting. That we're, not, <laughs> we're not going to have any help. Our other kids yeah, are not going to school. What are we gonna do? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I washed my first load of baby laundry today and it hasn't really sank in yet that this is like a real thing. So I'm excited yeah. to meet this baby. I don't know why we got off on this. We always get on tangents. Well, here we go. We got to get back a, to let's it. Let's just address something. The NFL draft is this week yeah, man. already. I know. I know. It's, it's, 
You were supposed to be there. I know. That was, I was supposed to be down there in Vegas, man. It was crazy because it was like we was traveling right before. So, like, yeah. me and my boy, me and my boy PJ, like, my my longtime friend, my longtime mentor, he was, like, my first mentor that I had. He's been, like, one of the guys that have been training me since I was in high school. We were supposed to go down and be to the draft, man. I, I had surprised him. It was going to be something that me and him was going to do. It was going to be, like, one of our first big trips. Super cool. I mean, I was obviously. You know, but. I ain't complaining because it could be worse. Absolutely. Yes. It's just going to be but really. I'm complaining. <laughs> He's complaining. It's okay. Let it's, me complain. It's going to be really interesting to see how they navigate it being just like a strictly televised event. Although yeah. I've I've never attended the draft in real life. Like yeah. I feel like the majority of people watch the draft on TV anyway. Yeah. So maybe it won't be that different. But I know that it brings so much revenue to a city and like so much For hype. Sure, and I'm man. sure Vegas is like upset that they're missing out on that. Yeah, it, it does a lot. Especially, you know, they had that new stadium coming out too, man. It was gonna yeah, that be able place to bring crazy. Yeah, it was gonna be able to bring a lot of that stuff down for Vegas. You know, they, yeah. they needed it too, man. So like just to be able to I think this this the first year with, you know, the big stadium gonna be down there. So like just mm -hmm. for them to be able to get as much you know, revenue probably for the whole town. People just, are always going to go to Vegas. But yeah, for sure. But it, this, this, is this is big, man. This is. is really big. So, you know, like, this is going to be even different. Just to think about it, like, these kids, you know, everybody want to run across. You know, it's a dream to walk across. You know, the first round draft pick to walk across the stage. Like, that's what everybody, I, I don't know about you know, that dream, but I can imagine. their whole life for, yeah. People work their whole life just to be able to walk across the stage. You know, and... and you know, the, you know these kids who are going first round draft yeah. picks. The, you know, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be thirty two first round draft picks. So, you know, these people, you know, these kids will will never get a chance. You know, I call them kids, but you know, they, they like I mean much younger than me. But like, right. I, I know it's crazy because like being in the, the league going on like seven years, you consider like so old. You're old. I am old head. Like we're not old, but you are old in your locker room. I know. Which I'm is, closer to the end than the beginning. If maybe, but. I got my 15 more years. I was going to so say, I'm like, who is, I think he's maybe lying to you nah. guys right now because that was the first time I've ever heard that in my nah, life. Nah, I'm good. Listen, you got a lot more Rico. I'm trying to be the, uh, like Charles Woodson for and real. Tom Brady. Look out. <laughs> You're making a good start for yourself. Appreciate it. Okay, so draft is this coming up this week, this weekend. Um, I think that PJ is a good place to start off part two of this story. Yeah. And you brought him up, um, obviously, with the draft. So if you guys have listened to part one, we talked about kind of just the beginning of Rico's childhood, his first experiences on a football field, the beginning struggle and start of his football career, essentially, in high school. Yeah. So we left off talking about just like your scholarship offers. I made a joke that you just like had so many, it was hard for you to decide where to go. So let's yeah, talk about like how PJ fits love. into the picture the scholarship process and just kind of like roll from there. Man, let's let's go with P. Okay. My guy P. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to my guy. He always getting it, man. You know, one of the people who first, you know, first probably the first person to ever take me under my wing. Would it be a stretch day wing. to say <laughs> that PJ was probably like in no disrespect, like your first father figure? Yeah, you know, yeah. In a sense, and he he ain't never come at me in a sense that he was like trying to be like my dad or nothing yeah, like that. No, no, no. That's but not it I mean. was always in a sense that you know he was the first dude that ever told me to like, hey, pull my pull your pants up. You know, he was the first yeah. dude to you know give me a belt and tell me that like, you know, like, you know, like you know, throw you throw some trash or something like that on the ground. He was like, man, you know, like pick that up. You know, like you you see trash on the ground and you just walking through the neighborhood or something like that. He'll do that, like, he'll, 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 like, slap you upside your head or, like, you know, tap you on your back or something like that. If you just walk past a piece of grass or a piece of trash, yeah. you know, on the ground or something like that, he'll do that's just always, like, you know, trying to make sure that, like, he molds you, not just on, like, the big things, but the small things. Because if he can teach you to make, like, you know, good decisions with the small stuff, he for sure know that you'll make good, good decisions with the big things. So it was always, like, you know, cool because he was one of the first people to ever, like, you know, hold me accountable for... You know, like, he was one of the first people to ever, like, be, like, you know, you know, straight, you know, mm -hmm. like, get straight to the point. Like, he ain't never no beating around the bush. Like, he, yeah. you just know that, like, when you get, you know, criticized from him, he would never trying to, like, hurt your feelings or something mm -hmm. like that. He was just trying to, you know, tell you, like, what he truly meant. So, you know, it, it was just, you know, it was just cool for me, you know, as a young dude who never had, like, a dad. I'm thinking, I'm like, you know, I get to, you know, 10th grade, 
you know, I'm going into my 10th grade, you know, and sophomore I still, year. yeah, sophomore year, and I still never had like a, you know, mentor, a father figure, yeah. nobody to ever teach me how to shave, nobody to ever teach me how to, you know, do those things. Yeah, do really anything, train, you know, I, I, I used to, the only way I learned how to train was, you know, going to, you know, football practice my freshman year. So I used to just do the same thing that they did all the time. Over and over and over again. Yeah, over and over again. And I just happened to bump into him. You know, one day just going out with one of the dudes who was, you know, was one of the, you know, best dudes on our team. You know, he took me out and they was training at, you know, Derbyshire Park, which is, you know, one of our big, you know, it ain't really like a big yeah, park. the park like in your neighborhood. Yeah, so. So PJ went to Mainland. Yes. Same high school as you. Yep, he and was then a son running back. laid down roots in Daytona. Yep. And then you were introduced to him and the rest yep. is history. Yeah, man. I love that. And he's still such a part of your life. And yeah, every day. We didn't we have very mostly. many people at our wedding, but PJ. Yeah, he for sure was there. He was there. And yeah. I, I kind of looked to him throughout the beginning of our relationship and then into our marriage and our life now. Like, I still view him as that person for you. Yeah, one of the people texts me every morning. Yeah, he is, he is so consistent. And I think that, like you said, it's not about, like, the big things, but it's, like, those little things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what makes relationships last like give yeah. them longevity so that's how you met pj you guys are still rocking together for sure what happened next with your journey in high school with ball so it was like you were trying to make a name for yourself what was that was that was there i suppose like yeah. a moment that really did it for you or like put you on the map or a person because pj didn't work for the school this was just yeah. something he did need to note this, yeah. like, out of the kindness of his heart. For sure. My dog, you know, my dog, he's still grinding. He still go to, you know, work every day and, you know, work for his family. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, he go and, you know, grind. And then he used to work, you know, after I got out of school and then he got off work, you know, he he came in, he used to just train me and stuff like that. You know, he was a, a ball player himself. So, you know, him being able to connect with me and, you know, the players who, you know, he helped, you know, get to go to mainland, you know, he ended up, you know, want to train us and, you know, just help us and, you know, help, you know, show us along the way of, you know, things that, you know, he know and he's already done, you know, and the struggles that, you know, a kid coming from the hood, you know, without a father, without, you know, people who ever really, you know, taught him anything. Like, he was the first dude to ever tell me about, like, clearing house. Like, my mom, you know, nobody in my family ever went to, you know, college, you know, sorry to say, you know. No, it's not. I mean, I don't mean to, like, disrespect anybody, you know what I'm saying, but... But there's certain things that when when your family has, and let me just note too, like no disrespect to mine, but I'm the first person in my family to go to college. Yeah. You know? Congrats like, on that too. <laughs> thank you. Um, but there's yeah, certain baby. things that when your family has done stuff, it's like, okay, yeah, this is just the kind of the flow of events. This yeah. is how we do that. This is how we do stuff. So like with football and trying to qualify, that's a whole different like set of boxes that you have to check to even become eligible. Yeah, that most people don't even know about. I wouldn't know. Yeah, it's like you got to go through like clearing house. You got to have like you you got to like take ACT, you know, ACT and the SAT. You got to you know make sure you you pass like in Florida you got to pass the thing called the FCAT too. So it's like we got like all these kind of standardized tests and that you know can be you know a, a reason for you know not being able to go to college and you being able you know you being stuck you know in our town and stuff like that. Yeah, it's no, a lot of really good players. someone tells you or is asking you like, hey, are you doing these things? Yeah. You might just think you're waiting on a scholarship letter and come to find out the boat sailed because you didn't do things you were supposed to do. Yeah, and I think that's one thing that he um helped me with was he helped me, you know, like reverse, you know, he helped me like do it the backwards way mm-hmm. instead of, you know, because I wasn't one of those kids who was highly recruited. And the one thing most of the highly recruited kids, they wasn't qualified. So he taught me to be qualified early so that, like, as soon as every coach that I talked to, and they, that, was the, that was the first question that most coaches ask you. Like, as soon as they talk to you, they're like, are you qualified? And I'm like, yes. And, and that's probably such, like, a huge relief for that coach because then yes. it's, I kind of think of it as, like, buying a house. For sure. Which sounds weird, but it's, like, that's one of the first questions for for buying a house. It's, like, is it is this worth my investment? For sure. Is this something I, I can— Yeah, this worth my time. Is this time. something I can do? Yeah. So think about like you know we we got um coaching you know families that we we friend with oh, and yeah. the one of the biggest things about college coaches is recruiting because oh my gosh. you can spend hours and hours and hours recruiting kids that'll never make it to your university 
and you would never get those hours back to you know oh, of your so life true. and you'll never be able to get those back for your family and stuff like that so if you can find someone who has you know been qualified and then did, you know did they got, the work on their side yeah for sure it's huge yep and then the person who helped me and the thing that kind of you know yeah, took yeah. me to another level you know i'm always rambling no it's good this is this is where like the information and the stories i love it yeah for sure and uh but my guy coach so there hank. so there was like a person or a moment oh yeah okay tell oh, me about yeah. it it was my guy coach hank okay he um he was like just a, a like a lower coach in the ranks you know at mainland mm-hmm. at the time and he used to be the guy that would always you know stay after practice with me and stuff like that and he used to always you know just like with the best players in the, um, the league and, you know, the best players in um, college, not college, but in high school at that time. Yeah. You know, he um he will always be, you know, yelling out their names and stuff. When, when I'm doing drills at the end of practice, he used to always make sure. Because like, motivate you? For sure. Okay. He's always make sure. Because he knew that, like, I, I always wanted to be ranked. He knew that I knew I was I was good enough to be with the other guys or be, you know, considered one of the good guys. In that class or, of yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So he's always just, you know, like, pick at me with that kind of stuff and you know he used to be pushing me and stuff all the time and it was cool because when um my it was my senior year it was going into my senior year he ended up getting one golden ticket and this was like golden ticket yeah a golden ticket like a golden ticket in um and in like florida for like the football camps and stuff like that Mm -hmm. the 707s is like this is like the a million dollar prize it's like oh oh yeah this is like the first million dollars you ever get is like a kid. That's because, crazy. Yeah, for real. Because you end up getting to go to like all these camps that you can't like really afford and stuff. Mm, okay. It kind of makes me like sad, man. No, be emotional. It makes it real. Nah, for real. Because it kind of like make you get to go to like all these camps and stuff that you can't like really afford and stuff, man. I love you. <laughs> love you too. This is real. Nah. This this is this is like this is real. real. Like I don't I don't ever want that to be. Nah, I got that. That's like, now nah, we ready. That's real. Do you need to blow your nose. Now nah, I'm good. You sure? Okay. Yeah, we go. But you able to go to like them camps and stuff <laughs> like that, and then you get to compete against like the best dudes around. And like growing up, like I couldn't afford that kind of stuff. Yeah. With my mom. That's why I never get to like play football and stuff like that. So this was like the first time that you got to. <laughs> Like go get Put it. yourself on that stage of people that you knew. I'm gonna talk for you so you can I appreciate so that. you can get yourself together for a second. Like you knew you were at the same level of 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 talent and like that you could offer the same kinds of things, but you just didn't have the resources. Fun. Yeah, for real. To to put you into that to that class and like it wasn't no camps coming to Daytona Beach. Right. And and, and this my, is my something mom, that we yeah. didn't really plan on touching on, but you go back to Daytona Beach every year and you put on a free yep. camp. Got to. For your community. And you provide Adidas t-shirts and gloves and give of yourself and your time and your food and you don't charge anybody anything. And I just feel like, you know... That matters even more when you realize that, like, you were once one of those kids. Dang right. And nobody was doing that stuff for you. Nah. Until you got the golden ticket. Dang right. <laughs> so tell me, you went to the camps. I went to the camp. Every time I went Proud to the camp. Proud as hell of that golden ticket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, like, it, like, got me, like, the all-access pass with, like, some. Sorry to say, but I forgot his name. It was a scout that, you know, took me just on, like, a couple trips to... He took me down to Miami um, University camp, mm-hmm. and then we ended up bounced to a couple seven or seven seven oh sevens down there, and it was cool because like every time like I got to compete, like I got like I made sure I made it in the top five DBs every time, and it was cool because like I was showing like a scrap. Yeah, Dang right. And nobody probably expected that from you. Like no offense, because you weren't one of the names that like people were used to hearing. Nah. Which I think is something that makes your story that much better like you've kind of always been the underdog you know like the dark horse that's like in the back that next thing you know like don't blink because you're not gonna be in the back for long yeah but I know that has to get hard like we've touched on this like even in like past episodes like it's hard to see other people achieving your dreams you know when you feel like you're putting all the work in and doing it and it's not happening for you yeah 
but you mentioned at the end of part <clears throat> one is it's like you never know when that opportunity for you is going to come and you just have to stay ready. Nah, for real. You just got to keep believing in like, you know, the steps and stuff that you take and like, you just got to keep believing in like them long nights, man, because sometimes them nights get like super long and, Lonely. you know, for real. And people not calling you. Nobody right. ain't checking on you. And you just yeah. got to keep scrapping because, shoot, ain't nobody coming to save you, so you got to go with it. It's true. And if you don't believe in yourself at those times, shoot, nobody will. So after you went to the camp in Miami. Yep. Kind of put yourself on the map. Did you start getting offers? Like, is this around the time the offer letters come for kids? Um, yeah, some somewhat, you know, like, cause it, it kind of put me on the map, and I think it just naturally um put more coaches, you know, to watch me. But still, shoot, I still had a, a a little bit to work. It was, you know, it was it was crazy because like I didn't get any scholarships, you know. Still early, I was still getting. I started getting like more letters. Okay. So that I finally had started getting letters. It was crazy because like. I wasn't even so, getting... So, I don't even know what that means. Can you explain, just, like, in case someone's listening that doesn't know the difference between those two things? Yeah, like, um, like when you, when you like, want to start, like, when, when teams and places start showing interest, they start sending you, like, thousands and like thousands. Like, colleges. Yes. Okay. They start sending you, like, thousands and thousands of papers and, like, you know, just all kinds of stuff to, like, try to get, like, you know, your jersey numbers, just try to, like, make you, like, see... See them, you know, kind of like advertisement. You know how like okay. advertisers, they're advertising, yeah, to for you. sure. So okay. they just they just want to make sure they get they no get commitment. They're just no. putting your yeah face all the time. Much. They just want to make you hype. <laughs> okay, but I wasn't even getting those. But after the camps and I started going down there and I was and so get back to the story. I know okay. I, I finally calmed myself down a little bit. That's okay. I, um, like every time I went to them camps, man, I went to you know like just straight one on one camps. I went to you know seven on seven camps and stuff like that. Every time I went, I know the one on one camp. I, went, I came home with the, the MVP there, and I knew it was, like, some top, you know, guys that I even see in the league right now. That were there? I, yeah, for real. That's so yeah. cool. And it was cool because I've been scrapping against, like, some good dudes for a long time, and I've been seeing them for a long time. I've been seeing them around, you know, and it's cool to just see, like, their successes and stuff like that, you know, in the NFL. Yeah. So That's awesome. It, it was always cool to just show myself that, like, my first ever chance of getting out of Daytona Beach like I made, I made the most of it, and I always made sure that like every time I left, you know, those walls, it was like a business. So like, smart, like you conducted yourself in a way that like, dang right, yeah, you, know, you knew it was an opportunity to leave. For real. Okay, so that's the difference in a letter and an offer. So they send letters, just <laughs> advertising, trying to get you to envision yourself essentially at this school. Think about yourself there, but then it, beyond that, like, then comes like your offer letter. Like we actually want to commit to you. Or not yeah. really? Is that like kind of how? Yeah, they'll send it, or um, typically they'll they'll hit your um head coach up. Or okay, okay. They'll call you. They do all kinds of stuff now. Oh. I haven't seen. Like, no, that's, they, yeah, that's so true. It's yeah, so different. Probably. I see they they posting on Twitter and all kinds of stuff now. They they want to make it like a big thing now because they want to try to like draw you in. But back in the day, we used to just get like a piece of paper that was like. So, but you didn't. Here really, you go, bro. You didn't really get anything though. No. So what did you do? Kept scrapping. Okay. And. Shoot, and then I had to I had to fight my um my my senior year. So that's kind of the difference between letters and offers. Yeah. Scholarships. And even though like I didn't get like scholarships and stuff like that, you know, early, like I still, you know, thought like I was like capable and I knew mm -hmm. like I could play ball. Like I knew that I was like, you know, able to go to a college. It might not at first I didn't think it was like very big colleges mm -hmm. at all, but I knew that I I was able to go to a college, go somewhere. Yeah, so like I remember, um, I remember like I had, I used to always get because I used to watch so much film and stuff like that. I used to get the film from you know my coaches at um the football um like at at high school. And Literally nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to bring it home and I used to download it on my computer every time. And when I used to download it on download it on my computer. After the season was over, and I was like, man, like, I don't feel like, you know, you know, every, you know, I didn't feel like the coaches and stuff was like helping me as much, you know, because like I, I wasn't really playing very much. So yeah. I felt like, and you I weren't wasn't like, really like, no a top offense, guy, you like, know you saying? weren't one of their main yeah, priority sure. people. So I, I was like, man, I got to find a way to like try to do it my own way. So I ended up going home, and I think I ended up looking on like YouTube, like how to like make a highlight film and stuff like that. And I ended up like finding a way to take my game film, like cut out my clips. Cause back in the day, like you used to be able to get like editing software and all that kind of stuff for free. So, you know? Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was back in what? 2000. It was a while. 
2009. Yeah, you could just download like Microsoft Office oh, yeah. for free. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, and yeah, then, like, or, like, do, yeah, no, it's so different. Be able to do whatever you want to. But the fact that you even thought, like, I feel like there's so many people in the world that that would have just been the final part of their story. Nah, I was going to find a way. So I ended up, you know, making them highlights. You I made your making, own highlights. Yeah, I ended up making a highlight. I ended up putting it on YouTube. I ended up letting this older guy that, you know, I ended up letting this dude who, you know, I thought was going to try to help me with recruiting end up convincing me to take it off of YouTube. And it was actually doing pretty good early and whatever. But I ended up taking that highlight film and then I ended up sending it off to all kinds of like uh, colleges and all kinds of stuff, man. And I don't know if they ever, um, you know, watched it or anything, but I made sure I sent out like easily 200 copies. Listen, all I hear about this, like the underlying theme I'm hearing is you you were going to fight for yourself. Oh yeah, I got to. So it's like, at least you knew, and still to this day, we don't know if anyone ever opened those, but at least in your <laughs> mind, when you're going to bed at night, you can lay your head on your pillow and feel like, I knew I was going to I damn it. sure fought for myself. For sure. I would go on every And that's something about you that has never changed. No, I'm not, no. Yeah. I hope I can instill that into my youngins. They're like, even though you might get a couple no's and stuff like that, like, it's all good. I think you will. Just keep going. I keep think fighting. I think you will. I think you already have. So, finally, you must have gotten an offer. Yeah. Who was it from? My first offer. Yeah. Do you remember? Does it matter? Just talk to. Let's just talk about offers. Like, so, how did you end up? What I really want to know here is like, how did you end up at Purdue? I ended up at Purdue because, like, that's the thing that kind of confused me about offers and stuff like that. Okay. Because supposedly I had got offers from like other places, mm-hmm. but like. Even when I went to like the Miami camp, even when I went to like the Miami camp, um, it was uh, like when I did like the the whatever the seven on seven and stuff like that. Like it was a coach, uh, Michael Barrow. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know where he at right now. I think last time I saw him, he was in the league. Hopefully, he's listening like that. to this yeah. and hits you up. And well. I remember when he um when I went to the camp, he was he came he used to come up to me. He used, he used to call me like little lockdown. He was like. Hey, dude, like, you can scrap, man. I, I I like you. He was like, if you just keep working, you keep doing what you're doing. He was like, man, you you can make it somewhere. And, you know, it was it was crazy because in college, because he was like, you know, he was a linebacker coach at, you know, Miami University. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, like, if I could, like, I would give you an offer right now. So, you know, it was like, you know, that was like one of my dream, you know, places to go, Especially being a Florida growing guy. Up in college, yeah, growing man, up in Florida, I mean. I, I, I wanted to go down there and... You know, the the head coach at that time ended up not, you know, liking me because he said he told me that he already had too many like small DBs on their um their their board or on their yeah. depth chart and you know he he want There wasn't like really a place nah. for you there. So it, and then it was cool it was crazy because like I had got an offer from South Carolina supposedly and I actually tried to commit to South Carolina and they ended up telling me that they would love for me to commit, but they wanted me to wait until another DB either chose between them or Alabama, and then they really made you they feel would like give a priority. Me, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, and then what? I know that's like crazy. And then they would give me my chance to choose. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like I'm already choosing. It's the reason I'm on this phone calling. I'm like, yeah. but after that, I, the, the crazy thing is the DB ended up committing to Alabama. And then they really did try to come back to me. But I was like, nah. And the reason that I ended up um, vibing with Purdue was because first, I like Coach Lorena Rumo, he Mm -hmm. he came down and, you know, he used to, um, like he was one of the ones that used to come and talk to me all the time. And second of all, they never questioned me about my height, you know, (laughs) you know. Hey, dog, don't talk about my height. Don't worry about how tall don't I am, Don't talk about dog. his height and he'll commit to your school. Hey, yeah, <laughs> boy, don't be worried about my height. Boiler up. For real. That, dang, that's shallow. Listen, but, you're, hey, you're, still, you're still don't carrying a record. <laughs> you're still carrying a record there. Nah, Leave but he, the height he to the always, side. He just always, like, show love. And it's crazy because, like, he, he in the NFL right now. Like, he doing good. Like, I, I've been coached. Like, I, I've been blessed enough to choose, like, really good coach. Like, I went from Coach Moranta, who's known – it's like a worldwide, like, you know, offensive or like just known as like a, a worldwide, like high school, you know, coach. Yeah. And then I go to, you know, Purdue and I got, you know, Lou Ranarumo. And I, I had a lot of, you know, coaches from the defensive coordinator side on the defensive side that actually went to the NFL. So I actually ended up bumping into like a lot of really good yeah. knowledge and all kinds of yeah. stuff. 
But it was cool because he just, like, I felt like he ain't never trying to, like, lie to me. He wasn't one mm. of them, like, schools that just was trying to, like, sell me a dream to mm. be able to, like, you know. To get you there. Yeah, to get some commits and stuff like that. Wow, yeah. So, you know, it was You that, really that do have real to be, cool. like, sound in your intuition during this time because I feel like everyone's maybe just trying to tell you what you want to hear. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I feel bad for them young kids who got to go through, like, this um recruiting stuff by themselves, especially, like, a kid who... You know, family never really been through it before, like stuff like that, man. I mean, like, I'm just thankful. You just like, don't, I don't really know, know if, what to to trust. I don't know if Luca will want to play ball. You know. Yeah, he can do whatever you want to. But like, I'm I'm just thankful to know that like if that's the path that he chooses to take yeah, and it like works out like that for him, like he, that he has you because yeah, I would have been like your mom. I would have had no idea. Nah, you know? I don't even think my mom. That's the thing is, is like. PJ actually used to um do the calls with me. That's what I'm saying. Like because right. my mom didn't understand nothing like that. No. Like my mom didn't even want me doing um She didn't want you to play <laughs> peewee football or whatever it was. <laughs> What's it called? Pop Warner. My mom wanted me to stay at Daytona. She wanted me to stay at Daytona chill with her. Keep playing your Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you end up rocking with Purdue. Yeah, man. I end up going down to Purdue. And this was the first time. Besides, like, leaving for the 7-on-7 seven seven camp. Yeah. That was, was this, like, your first time leaving the state of Florida? Yeah, it really, until, unless... Like, on an airplane? Yeah, that was my first time ever being on an airplane. And, like, other than me ever going to them 7-on-7 seven seven camps yeah. down in Miami, that was my first time ever leaving, like, you know, Daytona Beach. I have to know, what... <laughs> for those of you Purdue people, <laughs> I'm sure you're, you can understand why I'm laughing. What were your first thoughts... Leaving Daytona Beach, like the ocean, Central Florida, like what what were the things that went through your mind when you rolled up on Purdue's campus for the first time? Purdue has a beautiful campus, like massive brick buildings. In the spring and summer, it is a beautiful place. But like, when what do you show up in the summer when you commit? Like, when did you get there for the first time? Man, they brought me down there. It was Ohio State week, so that joke was live. Like oh, they brought I, me down in yeah. like the the perfect time and they won oh yeah that's when ohio state was ranked number one in the nation and they yeah. beat him that's crazy oh they got me to commit for sure i was gonna say they didn't talk about your height and then they beat ohio state at home the one time you left florida on an oh airplane my God. Sold. that junk was so live they they stormed the um i rushed the, i remember rushing the field oh yeah that yeah, junk was, was so cool I man you, that junk, I yeah there. i was there that's cool I, I i could feel your energy i was See? gonna say you knew you know somebody was there for i you. smelled you in the air <laughs> out, of, out of control <laughs> i was probably in some type of like costume from breakfast club or like a penguin or no <laughs> i was actually too young oh. yeah i wasn't 21 yet so i wasn't at breakfast club God. which is probably why i remember rushing the field i never did breakfast club you're, we'll go back we have to go I know, back. Purdue, I got to do Breakfast Club. We've got to come back. And y'all got to give me a, um, a sandwich and a triple X. A sandwich. Yeah, for real. Yeah, Get man. your name on the menu. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be pregnant. The Rico McGriddle. And we'll have to go, we'll have to go back for for a Breakfast Club. Yeah, Okay, sure. but right, we're so, this is awesome, but Everywhere. we're also all over the place. So I need to know, first impressions of Purdue. Yeah. Um. Did you have any? Maybe not. Maybe it was like, oh, cool. New start. You said my first impression was like when I walked. Like yeah, like just like, just... yeah, like what did what did you notice when you were there? Like what were the things that you were thinking to yourself about? Like were you terrified? Were you like, what am I? like? Man, it was something, it was something so opposite of what I've ever seen and what I've ever, you know, what I was raised around yeah. and stuff like that. I was just curious, man. Like I was, I was just like fascinated. Yeah. And it was cool because like, I remember when I did start getting, like, the letters and stuff like that, Purdue was one of the letters that I did notice because, like, they came in as, like, this all-gold, like, you know, envelope, and it had, like, this cool, like, little black P. And I was like, man, that junk cool. No, and I always thought Purdue was, like, a real good, like, you know, A lot of people like, think academic. it's an Ivy League Yeah, for school. real. I thought it was um, Ivy League yeah, at first. Yeah, So I was. I, it might as well I always, be. Not for real. It's, like, borderline. It might as well be. Purdue. Y'all got to get Ivy League. I mean, that level of education there, that's another oh thing I want you God. to talk about. Like, I mean, I was, I went to like good elementary, middle schools, high schools, and I got to Purdue and like, even I, I was caught off guard. Yeah. I'm going to tell you dog. Like when, when I first got to Purdue, like I was so, I was so far behind. Like I, I really felt like, like sad, but I felt like 
dumb. Like I yeah. felt like like almost like I was like, yeah, for sure. I'm not about to do this. There's, like, I'm, like, I'm there's not, no way this yeah. is gonna work. I, I was like, I understand like why everybody come from, you know, why I come from and and End sooner up back or later. There. Yeah, come back. Yeah. I'm like, I cause this is no way. Like I remember um the first time I got my money, one of the first things I went and bought was a laptop. Like your your money from like when we got like my um, scholarship, like they gave because you were on scholarship, yes. so they gave you like semester like, like, like stipends. stipends. Yeah, so okay. we were able to like go get like stuff that could help us with like our academics. Okay, that's like awesome. That. So, yeah, man. So like one of the first things I went and got was a computer. Right. Which... The, the re- everybody thought I got a computer because like I wanted to like you know like you know be on proper social media and stuff yeah, like be that. Cool or something. Man, the reason I got a um, computer was because like I could not understand what the teacher was saying at all in class. Mm. Like it was, I was so far behind that like, like for me to be able to like try to even, you know, figure out what the teacher was saying, like I used to have to um like, like type it, type it into like Google and I used to have to like try to figure out the definition and try to figure out like, like, and they were moving so fast and I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to do this. So not only were you trying to understand or like answer the question that was asked of you, you were trying to even understand like the the words that made up the question. Yeah, for so sure. So you were multiple steps behind. Oh, I was, I was so far behind. You know, the, the one thing I do got much respect about Purdue, though, is they did, you know, make sure, like, their study hall, and, like, they made their sure, like, and our tutors and all kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shout out to Steve Painter. I saw your uh, message, my guy. Appreciate you, dog. Steve was your tutor. Yeah, he was my tutor, man. That, that was really cool. Did he leave cool. us a review? Yeah, he left us a real oh, cool review, that's man. So I saw sweet. that, Steve. I appreciate you, brother. Thank that's you, man. That's awesome. But they, but, yeah. they really do. They really do try to surround student athletes with, like, with all of the resources as that you guys can. could need. Yeah. And I don't, I obviously wasn't a student athlete and I wasn't a tutor, but I just, that was all that I knew. So I felt like that was, like, what every school did. But, like, when we would, when you got to the NFL and we started talking to other people about their college experiences, that oh, was man, the first was time so that different. I realized how, like how well taken care yeah. of you were. At Purdue. Yeah, you just, you know, you never know until you never, until, you know. You, know, you don't real. know until you know. Yeah, for real. So. Stop complaining. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. So that's like your first feel of Purdue, the academic side. Talk to me about football at Purdue. Yeah, so that's the thing. I'm over here trying to figure out, you know, this class <laughs> stuff. Trying to understand what the teachers are yeah, saying. Yeah, and then, you know, like football within itself is a whole, you know, another thing because like that's. You know, that was, that was my my bread and butter right there. Right. So I'm I'm trying to you know find a way to get these classes going. You know, then I'm trying to find a way. You know, because I'm by myself for my first time, so I'm feeding myself. Yeah. You know, I'm living on my own for my first time, trying to be able to keep my weight. You know, you got work out. You got you know study table. Then you got you know football. Yeah. You got ball, and and that is school itself i mean you got yeah that's a lot it's a lot to juggle especially coming from a place that like you really didn't have to figure out how to keep all those plates in the air at the same time you know being a kid like i never really had to do it all no so now you're across the country yeah by myself by yourself trying to get it but the thing is like me and my um me and my you know mentor you know pj Mm -hmm. Like we always made sure that we we when we talked about Purdue and we talked about any college, we saw it as like a like a business. Like we saw that like this is like a a business trip. Everywhere we go, it just is like we only gonna go there. Like my 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 goal going down to Purdue was gonna be three and out. Like I was like meaning man, what? Meaning that I was gonna do three years and I was trying to go to the league. Three years and you were out. Yeah, okay. I was trying to go. You know, I was trying to get. You know, because because you can. So you have to play three years to go to the NFL. Yeah, and and that's different playing, than like basketball, right? Like yeah. all sports are different. Which is weird. Which it I don't really weird. understand. It is weird. But yeah, um, football has to go three years, okay. and if you if you actually like declare to go to the draft, you can't go back. Like if you don't get drafted or a team doesn't pick you up, you don't get to go back to um. Like you know, you're not eligible for so you make that choice football anymore. You have to bank on yourself, and it's different because basketball. You can right. You can yeah, they can like uh, declare for the draft. If they don't get drafted, they get to go back. It's crazy. Man, I do it every year. <laughs> <laughs> I be in a draft every year. I don't care if I don't even play. Stop. I would be in a draft. Keep be taking like, your chances. Somebody pick me. This dude, the guy pick, and he got zero points, Stop zero it. rebounds. Stop. 
Ricardo Allen. <laughs> so that was your initial goal was to be three and out. Obviously, you didn't end up doing that. No. Your plans never go how you typically. How you plan them. Yeah, for sure. Man, but it was crazy because, like, I got to Purdue and I was thinking that, you know, I went down there with the mindset that, like, you know, I went down there with the mindset that, you know, the one thing I did a little bit of wrong when I first started playing football in high school. So you got to kind of learn. One thing I did wrong when I when I got there was, like, you know, you were bumping to that friend that sometimes don't want you to go too hard in practice, you know, mm. one day. So he's like, hey, bro, like, just chill out. You know, he's like, all right, I got you. But, like, and then some of them days you just, like, you really want to go. But because, you know, you done kind of took, like, that buddy pass with him, he oh. going to call on it all the time. And okay. he, don't want, he don't want you, like, Make you him know, look bad. He don't want to compete. Oh, God. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> so, so like, I was, like, I made sure that, like, when I got to Purdue, that was never going to be the case. I was, like, if. if 100. Yeah, if, like, if anybody got to say something to me, they going to have to slow me down before they ever, you know, have to speed me up. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna be that guy. I'm not gonna be any buddy system because like, I'm trying to get it. Like I'm trying to learn how to, you know, I'm trying to craft. I'm trying to learn yeah. how to do my there was best. A goal. I'm trying to get on this field. I never thought that going to Purdue, like I was gonna go straight into be, you know, a, a starter. So you did. Yeah, I ended up going to be um, a true freshman, and wow. I ended up starting in the first game. And. And I ended up starting against Notre Dame. Oh my. Oh my God. Oh my. Oh my, I go from a uh, little Daytona Beach oh my. <laughs> to start against Notre Dame. That's the way to pop it Man, off early. But, but I know, I know. And that's the thing is, it's like, and you, you ain't going did. to Purdue. Did you? Oh yeah, I was out there scrapping. I was, I'm always scrapping. I, I, I gave up a fade though. I had a good you night the whole this? night. Yeah, you know me. I, oh I freaking gosh. hate giving up. I gave up a fade, but I, I was scrapping that night too. And it was the first time. Was it a night game? I don't know. I can't remember that, but I can remember I gave him a fade. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but it was the first time that, um, like, I was, like, blitzed because I was a real good blitzer in high school because in high school, the office alignment, like, they like they kind of, like, high school office alignment, mm -hmm. so they, they kind of, like, if they block somebody, they kind of, like, stay on that dude. Mm -hmm. So I remember my first time I was blitzing. They sent me on the blitz. Um, so I'm, this I'm is in going. Yeah, gets Notre Dame. I think I'm about to hit the quarterback, and I'll see him free. Man, I'm gonna say his name. I ain't gonna say his name. He in the league right now. Don't say his name. Man, he hit me so hard. I thought he knocked my eyeball out, dog. I was like, oh my God. I don't wanna do this no more. I'm, I'm about done. to go home. I'm going home. Mom, I'm coming I'm like, home. Oh, I'm dead. No, no. Don't no. say his name. Don't say it. I ain't it. saying his name because nah. I be scrapping against like every time I, I see him. Like, What's you have to up, play bro? him again. You're gonna get that fade this time. Nah, for real. I'm about there. That's so. That gonna be my last time I get cracked either. So he was on Notre Dame's team and he's in the league. Yeah. Did, were there any guys you played with at Purdue that are still currently like that? You're that you play against in the league. That was on. That was on Purdue. That was on me? Purdue team. Like when you got there. Were there oh some? yeah. Um, I got KK and I got Kerrigan. So funny. Yeah, man. Raheem. No, no, not my, not that year. Raheem wasn't yeah, there. Yeah, but yet. like he was a Purdue guy. Yeah, he was a Purdue. Um, Brian Russell. Yeah, Russ, he was there. Um, Cowboys, cornerback. Anthony Brown. Anthony yeah, Brown, maybe. Yeah, yeah. There, there's been a lot of people that have had like my guy Frank um scrapping. Frank Williams. Still. Yep, in CFL. Yeah. He just won special teams, permanent turner. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. special teams player MVP. of the year. Yeah. Wasn't he like? The boy, Frankie Williams. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so you had some good company around you. Yeah, man. And I hope I ain't miss nobody. If I miss y'all, much love. Sorry. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a good problem to have that there's that many people off the top of your head. Yeah, You're trying to name that went from your college to the NFL. Yeah, nah, but some people would be like, man, Alabama get that in like what a up? year. You know what though? They get in like we have to be thankful for what we can be thankful for. So Notre Dame game. Nah, I ended up finishing off like with a good night. I think I ended up finishing off with a couple pass breakups and some some good tackles and stuff uh -huh. like that. Like I gave up that fade, but I bounced back. So that that was like one of the ones. Cause like in in high school as a corner, if you in good position, like which means like if you covering a, a a wide receiver really good, like they not gonna throw it. But like in college, 
I had to learn them. Like, even if you're in a good position, if you was a good, like, if it was, like, one of their best guys, they didn't care. Yeah, they'll still try it. They were still throwing it. That That is, like, that's a whole different So, like, that's the kind of, like, yeah, that's the thing that you just got to learn, like, you know. Get your you feet learn, wet. yeah, for sure. Figure and, you know, go. especially being out there, you know, first time. And then. When did, when do you really, was there, like, a certain number of games, or like, a specific game that you felt, like, comfortable? Is comfortable the right word? Like, yeah. do you ever feel comfortable? I yeah. would never feel comfortable. I have to be honest. It's it's, it's like a um, it's, it's we because we everybody talks about it as like the game starts to slow down. Oh, that's a it's good like way to put um, it. like you've yeah, seen it before. I think I think usually after about like three games. Okay, so that's not bad. You no, know, nah, about three games it really start to slow down, and then you know, you you start to get the feel of what the playbook actually can mm. do for you. You know, like you know what's the strengths and the weaknesses of the defense. You know, like what people trying to do against you and all kinds yeah. of stuff. So, you know, it's it's, it's those little funky, you know, things you got to try to figure out. Because as a player, you got to also try to, like, figure out and feel like how a coordinator likes to call a game, too, because it's like a chess game for the coaches, for sure. too. So sure. you got to try to figure out, like, how he rolling. Yeah, there's a lot to, to figure out. Mm -hmm. So when was, like, your first game that you walked off the field and you were like, I belong here? Oh, yeah, it was... uh. Probably the Michigan game. Was it? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, the Michigan game. It was okay. my freshman year, and it it was cool because it was probably one of the first times that, you know, like uh, like I never scored um, I never scored a touchdown, a defensive touchdown mm -hmm. in um high school in high school. Okay, it was you know my my um. My only high school on varsity, I mean, my only touchdown on varsity was, mm -mm. I scored on the onside kick. <laughs> they kicked the onside kick to me, so I was like, they don't want to give me the ball. I'm about to show these boys. Yeah, I had a broken dude off. I had to turn that thing <laughs> to the house. You know, onside kicks, you typically supposed to get down. No, I know. Like, like you get the ball and get down. Yeah. And I'm, you I'm took like, off. Nah, bro. I'm, I'm about to get busy. So Whatever. I, yeah, it's kick it. Hey, see this one, and then they still ain't put me in return. It's all good, but we're not better. Yeah, we ain't better still. Talk to me about, <laughs> about the Michigan game. We, we might be better. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the um the Michigan game was you know another big game. Yeah, it was a really big game because they had a player that was up for you know uh for the Heisman. So mm. you know it, it was pretty cool to you know go against like that caliber. And then yeah, it was like yeah. it was a lot. You know that was my first time ever like. You know, going from high school to college, I was playing on TV every week, so it was cool. Like, right. everybody from the crew got to watch me and stuff like yeah. that. I was like, Look at Rico. Yeah. Rico, Rico. No, I'm joking, but uh, <laughs> you're such a mess. <laughs> but it was cool because um, what happened in that game? I know. I'm about to tell you right okay. now. Okay, I'm on the edge of my seat. I know, cause I got y'all. Can't wait to. But hear it that. was um a play that my coach told me um that might happen on, like, a, a certain down and distance. Mm -hmm. And the quarterback ended up throwing a slant route. Mm -hmm. And I think it was my first pick of my career in, um, in college, and I ended up taking this back 93 yards. What? And it was my first, you know, touchdown I've ever scored. Def defensive I, touchdown. Oh, yeah. Which and is it, even more incredible. Yep, and it ended up being, like, one of the um, longest, you know, pick sixes. I think it ended up being, like, a record breaker pick six. I think you still six. might hold it. In um in, in the big, in yeah, big ten. I, yep, in big ten. Yeah. I will pick six uh, I think I'm tied for pick six. Are you tied? I think somebody did catch up to you like three years ago. Man, slow it's okay. down, boy. It's all right. Nah, I think I'm still tied for pick sixes though. Yeah. In college. That's awesome. Yeah, I better look that so, up. So so you go from high school, getting the golden ticket, mm -hmm. finally putting yourself on the map, not really getting any offers. Uh huh. Rigging the system to find a way to make your own highlight tape. Oh, yeah. Sending them out. Getting offers that weren't really offers. I know, which is crazy. Which is crazy. But, like, just think back. like, And then you end up at Purdue where you're using your semester money to buy a computer so you can translate <laughs> the questions the teacher's asking or just the words teacher's saying. So that I can even be eligible to so play football. So you can football. even show up on the field on Saturday. Yeah. And then your first game is versus Notre Dame. And then next thing you know, you're setting records. Yeah. It, you have any advice for like kids that are going through this this process or like? Man, I would I would just always just say like, just keep believing. You know, just keep scrapping. Just always like, I think when times get tough, the one thing that I will always learn to do was like when times got tough, I work harder. 
Right. Like I don't, I don't I'm not like a big complainer. Like mm-hmm. I don't think complaining get no nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it don't do nothing for you. Like complaining don't solve no problems. So like I've always been like a problem solver. Like I ain't, you know, I, I, if if I see something and it needs to be done or it needs to be fixed or I don't like the way it is, I'm gonna try to find a way to do it myself. For sure. So like if I can have any control of it, like I can control the controllables, you know. Mm-hmm. So like That's if all I, you can do. yeah, for real. And if I can focus on the ones I can, and I can give my all to them, the ones I'm, that you I'm can always hopefully do that. take care of themselves. Yeah, for sure. Most of the time they do. I feel like yeah, you just and, focus on what you can. You no, know, and they say the harder you work. The luckier you get. Right. I love that. Yeah, man. It's true. So, you think that's good for part two? Yeah, that should be good. I feel like... We was everywhere. We were everywhere. I was everywhere. It's okay. I think it's good, but I don't want to make it too long. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like part three will release this week, too, in yeah. honor of the draft. Okay. You want to? Let's do it. And we'll just talk about... Us meeting, we met going into junior year. So all the stories you've shared so far, I was not a part of the picture. So we can talk about when we started dating and junior, senior year, kind of like the process of finding an agent. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, we got some good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. We can't just jump right to the NFL. There's Uh, still a lot you have to share. So We can always backtrack, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. There's no rules. This is our show. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Rico, for sharing. So, honestly, you're the best. Hey, don't be putting no Jordan uh, crying faces on my uh, pictures and stuff. (laughs) You just opened that up. You're about to have all the Jordan crying faces on your picture. (laughs) I like a man that can cry. Someone please call 911. On that note, we'll catch you for part three. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. I just got shot down. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review and hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. You. And Alabama have twenty five first round. How do we forget Drew Brees? You didn't. Oh, you didn't play with him. Uh, Drew. But like Drew Brees, come on, play against him now. No, nah, we can't be hyping him up, bro. No. Okay, cut that out. <laughs> Don't do the Drew Brees one. <laughs> That's true. Definitely cut that out.